What's up after buzzers? Vivian is back in town. Laurel is also back in town. Frank is still looking for her. And everybody's just kind of doing their own thing right now. We're covering How to Get Away with Murder, Season 6, Episode 2, right now. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, with the buzz. Wait, this is new music? Oh, I was like, is this new music? What's up, everybody? What's up, guys? We are back. We are back. Thank y'all so much for joining us. We are talking Episode 2, Season 6, How to Get Away with Murder. Another crazy episode, of course. Thank y'all so much for joining us. We have the chat going. We hey have guys. everything going. Make sure you join. Let us know what you think of the episode. Um, I'm your host, April Wissenhant, joined always by my lovely panel. Ooh. Hey, hey, hey. We got Elena here. She's got all the information on how to get away with murder. Well, okay. yes. All the it's news and gossip. Coming. All the good all stuff. The good Later stuff. on this Jamie episode. Gray. Hey, guys. Why? I missed Whoa. you. That was loud. And I love you. The fashion king, CJ Walker. What's up? Got my collar popped today. I'm looking fresh, looking fly. Elena's just hating over here. Sorry. I'm going to stop being a hater right now. Look. She finished her hater hater earlier. I'm I'm look, 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 last of it. I don't know how to do that. Maybe you could teach me. <laughs> Thank y'all so much for joining us. A lot of crazy stuff to go over tonight. Make sure you stay tuned. We have great news and gossip for y'all as well as our special segment and some predictions as always. Um, I want to hear your overall thoughts of the episode. Did you like it? Did you hate it? What'd you think? I thought Elena was going to start. I was just like, I need to say I know that y'all looked at me. That's why I looked at y'all. <laughs> you got it. I am actually satisfied with this episode. Okay. I am happy with the upwardness. What I mean, do you mean by that? Because remember, so last week I was like, oh, I'm just kind of underwhelmed. I don't know where this is going to go. I'm very satisfied with the information that we got on today. I like where they're taking the storylines. I like that. Laurel is not gone, and you know we're still trying to figure out what's happening. I, I like that they're giving us enough. Yeah. So they're giving us enough to know that it's the finale, but not feel like it's the finale. I noticed mm-hmm. that too. Like they're giving us bits and pieces. So I was like, it kept my attention more than last episode, but I still just want a little bit more. Like I feel like they're just kind of like putting us on this little, uh, like this little trail, just giving us little you know bits and pieces. And I'm like, okay, I just need a little bit more, only because. Listen, I know you guys said that we were being a little bit nitpicky, but we are fans. The finale, little lackluster. The be- the the uh, beginning episode uh, last week, little lackluster. <laughs> this episode today was much better, but. Still, I'm like, okay, they're they still grab my attention, but I just wanted to up it up a little bit. So hopefully, next episode, it's giving me what I want. Everyone is just drinking that haterade. Tonight. <laughs> I don't know how to hate CJ. You <laughs> how was, teach how me. was that hating? What did you no, think about I mean, this I episode? Just, I thought it was cool. It, like you said, it gave us a lot of information. A lot we saw a lot more in the characters that we wanted to see, and things seem like they're starting to wrap up, which is good because it's the last season. I totally agree with you, 100%. I think that, I actually really do. I think that they're doing things in a way that it seems like this is what you want out of a final season. You want to know that, okay, these questions are going to be answered. You don't want to leave, like, a Jorge Castillo character where he's done so much, but also, like, pose these questions about Laurel forever and not know the answers to that. Like, I actually like what they're doing, and I liked this episode because of that. Could I have left certain parts of it out? Sure. Yeah. But also, like, that's any show and that's what happens. But I want to get started with Vivian because 
what is she doing in town? <sighs> Literally, yeah, that's actually what I want to ask y'all. What do you think she's well, I mean, seriously she, there she doesn't for? Even her son <laughs> uh-huh. does live there, so she might be visiting him. She, <laughs> I, we, no, that's not the case. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay. She didn't have that knowledge prior to. I feel like she was just being nosy and wanted to like get her nose into... <laughs> Annalise's business <laughs> into Annalise's business and like I don't know I feel like they're trying to make it seem that all of these feelings are staring back up with her and like thinking about Sam and maybe she like had a relapse and needed to like get her demons out or something by going to where he lives I don't know and then she finds out that her I don't know what I'm saying well, okay let's I not, know let's not forget <laughs> that at the end of last season the last time, and she came up a, a few times tonight. The last time you see Agent Telesco, the agent for the FBI that Annalise was part of the reason why she got fired, is her calling Vivian. So, is she is Vivian there to help with the FBI investigation against Annalise and the Keating Five, or is she just there to see why her son's involved? My right. opinion is that. The FBI, the FBI has something on Vivian. Like we clearly know that she has a record. We know that she has she had a sealed file, and just last year she was drug trafficking. Right. So I feel like <laughs> there is something that they have on her, or a, a, a way that she wants to get clean, or try to have freedom to do something, and they are using that over her head so that she can then find information on Annalise. Like now your son is involved, which yeah. she didn't know. So I feel like the only reason she found that out was because of the FBI. You know what I mean? I don't feel like she was out here investigating and figured out that he's been lying to her this whole time. I don't think she's ever really been invested in him enough, which he clearly communicates to her mm-hmm. when they have their conversation. So I think I think the only reason she's here is because of the FBI. Like, to yeah. turn on Annalise to try to figure out what's going on with the K-5. Well, she clearly mm. is very, very, very hurt by the fact that Annalise stole Sam. It's been 15 years. That's, I'm like, you gotta let that hurt go, love. <laughs> like 22. No, I think she said... Yeah, it's probably been more. She, I think she said 25 years. Well, okay, it's it's a been more. a while. That's even more reason. I just feel like, you know, from the nosiness, you know, checking up on Gabriel, I think we kind of get an idea of Vivian's character because Gabriel himself did not even tell her where he was. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's being nosy, talking to all these people that could be involved in this case. And I'm just like... What is your purpose? Like, right. what's going on? So, I mean, but I will say this: she's beautiful. I just right? I noticed it's like with the sister locks and all of that. I'm like, I love seeing this on TV. It needs to be seen. So, you, you know, can, as, as far as that, I'm here for it. Okay. You can also see where Gabriel got his obsession from. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean? Like his mom's obsessed, and he's obsessed with all those people. Yeah, Gabriel. Yeah. You know, we said he we couldn't trust him last season. And earnestly, he's showing his true colors. So, with Vivian finally making a scene. I know that while Jamie was watching it, she was so here for the interaction between Annalise, yes. Annalise and Vivian. Yes. Do y'all feel like it adds a different dynamic that we haven't had seasons prior? No, no because you had um, Tegan. <laughs> well, no, I think it does add a little sum-sum. Like, we did have Tegan, but it's like, there's nothing wrong with having more black women on screen, so I'm always here for that. But um, just with that whole dynamic, with them having this, the boy... <laughs> I just need it! But you know, I just, I think it's beautiful to see just like um it's like this whole boy is mine situation. Um Ooh. and I thought, you know, knowing that Sam is down with the swirl, he really <laughs> loves the dark sisters, why wouldn't you? I'm over it. I loved it. I'm thank over. you. Thank you. You agree? Thank I'm you. Over this Give us a thumbs up. <laughs> uh, well, what when, is going on? when she confronts Annalise though. 
it is a little more... Y'all didn't think that it was, like, angry, angry, fighting over this guy who isn't even there, who maybe didn't even really care. <laughs> Not that he, <laughs> he didn't, didn't really like care about it. either of them. <laughs> of course he did, but, like, to me, and Elena said this whenever we were watching, I was like, this is sad, almost, because... Uh, you know, Sam obviously cheated on Vivian with Annalise. Sam cheated on Annalise with multiple people. I was like, oh, it's almost sad that this man, mainly for Vivian, not Annalise is, you know, maybe this isn't the right thing to say, but seems, no, she's a little stronger than Vivian is. And Vivian is very willing to admit that. So it was almost sad to me that Vivian has lived this life of what, however many years it was, being so sad and, like, holding this grudge because of this person that took Sam. But it's almost like Vivian's lived this life that has been drugs, that hasn't been great, which she admitted. Yes. And I don't think she was necessarily dwelling over Sam. But when you see the person that your husband left you from, whatever you thought you forgot, especially since we know that she, she didn't take the proper steps to heal. We don't know that she went to therapy to get over the fact that he cheated on her. He left her. He abandoned Vivian and Gabriel. We don't know that. So... In my opinion, Vivian got there, saw Annalise, and all of the composure she thought she had mm-hmm. was out the window because there she, like, there go that trick. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, I was trying to find a way to say it, but it, 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 it works. It works. Be, and, and, and I don't blame her for it in a sense because maybe that's her way of therapy. Well, I mean, this many years later, you would hope that she's been through that. But obviously, she used a different way to cope. Right. She used drugs to cope, which right. clearly yeah. affected Gabriel in a in a really terrible way. And just like you said, he's not afraid to tell her that. He's, you know, the line that he said that I think probably hits home for a lot of people where he was like, I'm not me because of you. I'm me despite that. Mm-hmm. And that's what that parents need to understand. Yeah. <laughs> what? I'm just saying you are. Anyway. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. No, I kind of want to hear that thought because I think that's a good point. Because that, well, when yeah. you said it, it it's. Struck me yeah, as well. I, mean, I think a lot of parents, it's just in general, my own opinion, you know, let me know if you agree, but I think a lot of parents always think, well, I'm so proud of my child. I raised this child to be this way. And it's like, you assisted, but at the end of the day, I created who I wanted to be. I am my own person. I am a grown ass woman. I, I did this. But yeah. not you. You wouldn't be here if it wasn't for your parents. They you helped out, be- but a lot of times, and for a lot of times, parents, they, they, I did it. I did a lot on my own. Let's just say that. I, yeah. And I'm I very related. So and clearly, yeah. Gabriel did as well. Yeah. yeah. And he is where he and is. CJ. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, everyone has a can't relate. No, everyone has a different story. So yeah. that's how we're going to leave. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, what do you think about the fact that Vivian went to Annalise before she ever went to Gabriel? That was crazy to me. I was like, how did you even know where she was? You know, it's just it just goes to show how invested she is in Annalise. She might be more obsessed with Annalise than she was with Sam. That's a really good point. I think she went to Annalise first, again, because she's not in town for Gabriel. Yeah. She don't give a goddamn about Gabriel. If she, <laughs> but why was she spying on him while he was on the phone? Because she Gabriel is her aunt on Annalise. She went to Annalise first because, my opinion, is that the FBI has her there. And she needed to confront Annalise or let her know that she was here to try to find out some type of information and Gabriel is her in on that. Right. I mean, because she did say, did you kill Sam? Yeah. And I love how um, Annalise was like, but if you want to try me, no, oh, that was my try me. I'm the perfect line. one. <laughs> I've never killed anybody, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is the best point always for Annalise, the fact she's never killed anybody. But I think that yeah. okay. uh. you don't think so? <laughs> I say yet. 
Yeah, well, but, yeah, but true. But she dies, so she's not going to kill him. <laughs> true, true, true. Uh, well, maybe. Maybe. Uh, not necessarily. Um, but I think, this, and not to jump ahead a little bit, but like at the end of the episode, whenever they say an informant's dead when they're talking to Michaela, who else could possibly be informing on anybody? Vivian, but that's my prediction. Stop jumping ahead. <gasps> I'm, not ju- what? I'm not jumping ahead to predictions. I'm jumping ahead to what happened in the show. I think that when we get to the end Save scene... Save it for predictions. No, why? When we get to the end scene with Michaela, I do believe that the dead informant is Vivian. And that makes me feel really terrible for Gabriel if that's true, even though because of the scene between the two of them. Ooh, by the way, what did you think about the scene where she kicked Michaela out? What? Wait, okay, CJ, for you, being a guy, if your mom kicked your girlfriend out of your apartment in the way that Vivian kicked Michaela out, I mean, would you honestly, my mom says you have to go. Okay. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. Really, yeah, I'd be like, sorry, Michaela, my mom said you gotta go. Are you, you serious? <laughs> oh, y'all both would have got rocked. I mean, we're grown. Like, thanks, mom. I mean, but you. that's my mom. Like, I'm gonna do what she said. I'm gonna be mad. I'm gonna like have some words with my mom a little bit, but I'm gonna like, I mean, that's my mom. You gotta go. Well, okay, <laughs> I actually kind of like that now that you say that. But the, I think it's odd that when Michaela went back to the rest of the Keating Five, it's like a conversation that when they're like, oh, so is she just like a drugged out mom or did she say normal? That was a very minute and a conversation that didn't really matter. But to me, it's like that's what it's all about with Vivian is her drug use. And maybe that's this, you know, kind of the moral of her story in this show. I, I don't want it to be because I think she's amazing, but I think they're focusing on it so much for a reason. I think we have to remember, though, that the K-5 was talking about Gabriel and his ma and, and Vivian and her drug use prior to her even coming. Like, yeah. before Gabriel even knew that they knew about her. So they've been having their own private conversations, which is why Annalise can tell Asher, oh, Vivian's in town or whatever. Like, they're not bothered at the fact that she's in town because they had already been investigating her. Yeah. So when Michaela went back to the group, they're asking those questions because they've been talking about her all this time amongst themselves, not with Gabriel, not with Annalise, but kind of doing their own investigation. And now here she is in the flash. I was a little like taken aback as how Michaela was like kind of spilling the beans about um, Gabriel and how he admitted that he killed his mom's boyfriend. Like, right. I was just so random, and I'm like, I get that you guys are close, but why tell them that? Especially in front of your ex boyfriend Asher, who is known to jump the gun. I thought it was actually a fake thing. And by the way, everybody in chat, if this was a thing that we knew, please remind all of us yeah. because we were all shocked when Michaela said that. Um, I I feel the same way. I was like, are you? Are you doing this for a specific reason or are you just doing this because they're your friends and like you're trying to give them something because they're wondering about the situation? Yeah. It, it was a little confusing to me. Um, another thing that was confusing was Vivian talking to Tegan for sure. But before yeah. we get there, Jamie has a little something. Yes, for our fans. you guys, everyone watching and listening. Thank you for making us the ESPN of TV Talk. We love you for real. So just to, you know, big up yourselves, give us a like. Give us a thumbs up. And, of course, subscribe. Comment down below your thoughts on the show. And as you always do, your thoughts on us. We love you, too. Okay. Um, Hold on. But before we even uh, go forward, I have to say, not only do we have drama, we have reality TV. 
we have competition shows. We literally have every genre you can think of. So right now, think of about three of your favorite shows. We are probably reviewing it, or you can even request it. So keep the conversation going. Leave a comment, like, subscribe, give us a thumbs up, five stars, and we love to see you. So hopefully we see you on our other shows. Leave Thanks. nice comments because literally <laughs> everyone always has bad comments to say about All right, me. on to the next. <laughs> but that's okay. Just keep saying. it real. We love real fans, so hey. Say yeah. like you mean it. Not too real. Well, no, as real <laughs> as Vivian and Annalise have been, and Gabriel. Like, yeah. I think that's why I'm so here for that and that topic. I just wanted to say that before we moved on. It just got so much real, this show. So much more real. I guess so much more realistic. Yeah. I don't know. Are you trying to well, segue? No. <laughs> because even just like reading through the notes that I wrote from the episode, some of the things that they said to one another... Raw. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Vivian, we see meeting with Tegan. I know a lot, we all love Tegan, but she is fully on our watch list. I think I can say that collectively, right? Yeah, there's yeah. something she said this episode that made me, oh no, she like has been playing the victim so hard in this episode, or she was Tegan? playing the victim so hard, and I was like, that's usually a someone who's guilty who plays the victim. So. Yeah, she's trying a little yeah. too hard in this episode because I think as soon as she saw Annalise, it wasn't like a, hey girl, how you doing? I haven't seen you in a while. She was just like, yeah, everyone's looking at me weird because I'm in some dead man's office. That was your old boss. Why are you calling him a dead man? Right. Call him Crawford, whatever. Like, weren't you guys close? So, but And then like when she was talking to Annalise, she was like, Annalise, you think that of me? I'm like your only friend, blah, blah, blah. I was like, she's playing it up a little too much. So maybe They're she both needs lonely. Like, they don't have friends. Like, whoa. Oh. I'm just saying. <laughs> he hit him with a I thought that the conversation between Tegan and Annalise about Vivian was totally... It, it was it was just fake. It was Tegan trying to make up an excuse for... Why, I mean, how, the excuse for you meeting with your quote-unquote best friend, very good friend, whatever, at Dead's ex-husband's ex-girlfriend, whatever she is is because you freaked out the last time I gave you bad news? No, you're lying about something. I think she could have said that better, but I actually do believe Tegan. Really? And, and y'all know, from, from episode one even to now, I said Tegan can be trusted. You said when, that last episode. I said that tonight, too, when we yeah, first got the scene, before we even knew what the conversation was about. Yeah. When I saw the flash of Tegan sitting with Vivian, I was like, mm, she can't be trusted. When... When the show allowed us to eavesdrop on their conversation and I realized they hadn't been in cahoots, this was an innocent conversation and Tegan was still having Annalise's back even while talking to Vivian, I was like, okay, so you're not trying to throw her under the bus. You haven't been talking to Vivian all this time behind everyone's back. So let me give you a little more. When she had the conversation with Annalise, I agree. I feel like she was she was holding back a bit and not saying what she wanted to say or what she could have said. She could have just said, I wanted to see what was going on, see if she had dirt on you. She could have said anything and I would have respected it more than the last time I told you you were sent to rehab. However, going through this episode, and I don't know if it's just Tegan Tegan working with with Connor and Asher when they had their case, which we'll get to later, but seeing her in her human form this episode really resonated with me. So I am backtracking from last week, and as of tonight, episode two, I trust Tegan a little more. Okay. That might change. I, I don't even know where I'm at with Tegan because it's like I love her character. I don't know. It's something about I'm just like I love her but it's I don't I haven't trusted her either and you know just from last episode when we saw the picture of Tegan in the Casti- and, um, Jorge Castillo it's like Castillo. how can we you <laughs> like the little accent <laughs> Castillo. Um, I, I just I don't know like if we can trust her so it's it's up in the air for me. There is 
it's not a coincidence. There's just no way that is. That the year that Laurel was kidnapped, Tegan was on the case with Jorge Castillo. Like, this is just too much involvement with her to be totally innocent of anything. Mm -hmm. Not that anyone is totally innocent of anything, and and not that that's even what we're saying. It's mainly just, like can you be trusted in the situation with Annalise? Because Annalise is our number one by yeah. far. But it's it's just like you said. I mean, I do love seeing the human side of her, and it is great. It's like saying, you know, not that I, it's even slightly a comparison, but like it's like saying I love the character of, you know, Cersei Lannister from Game of Thrones, but also she's evil. Yeah. Like, I love that character, but I, I don't know. This conversation gave me a bomb prediction. I'm oh. just going to save it, but... So you got to wait for it. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned to the end of the show I got to hear this predictions too, actually. Prediction. I have, like, zero predictions, so I'm excited to hear y'all. <laughs> I should um, write this down somewhere. Yes, write it down. <laughs> uh, when Vivian finally goes to see Gabriel, to me, it's, like, the most awkward conversation in the entire world, just because of the mother-son tension. He obviously had no idea that she was there, and Elise is the one that told him he was there, and I think that this is another big source of contention between the two of them. Not just on her side, but also on his side. Like, you know, she's mad because he's close with Annalise and she had no idea, but he's mad because she went to Annalise first. So, I I guess I just wonder, I see a lot of people in the chat are saying, like, what if Gabriel kills his own mom? Is their relationship actually going to be a one that can recover from all of this, that can recover from you know, him, her hiding his dad his whole life, even though she never knew he visited him. It, can their relationship ever recover from everything that happened? I think it's possible. It's definitely possible that the relationship can be restored, but it's going to take a lot of work from Vivian because she's not trustworthy. Like, mm-hmm. you will choose men and drugs over me, your child. As as your son, if I were Gabriel, I can't trust you. At yeah. this point, I trust Annalise more because I can't stand her. And yes, she may have took dad away from us. However, she's real with me. Mm-hmm. Like, she's blunt and she's honest. Like, just like she was like, your mom is here. Annalise told Gabriel, your mom is here. I think he respects her more because Annalise gave him that information and didn't try to be secretive about it. Didn't try to keep it from him. So, I'm on the fence about it. I don't know that he'll actually go to the extremes of killing his mom, it's possible, especially being that we now see him as a murderer, because we didn't know before for yeah. sure, for sure. But now that we see him as a murderer, it's for sure possible. And if she does die, or if he does kill his mom, maybe it's by accident. You know how everything oh, happens by accident? Oh my gosh, he fell off a cliff. <laughs> so, I don't know, because I mean, their dynamic right now, it's it's based on lies. He didn't tell his mom where he was. He said he was at UVA, somewhere in Virginia, which I have a prediction about that. Yeah. Um, and then she lied to him his whole life about his dad. I mean, it's pretty messed up. So I'm like, and she was on drugs. I feel like there might be a little bit of resentment. Yeah. So I don't know. I think when he asks her about his dad coming to visit when she's like, what are you talking about? I never knew about this. I actually thought she was being honest in that moment. Do you think she was being honest? Mm-mm. No, you I don't. just don't trust her. <laughs> she knew. <laughs> yeah. I guess because of her reaction, which that can yeah, just be like a seem... good acting reaction. Yeah, like, she seemed like she didn't know. So the, I, I think that was maybe Vivian's like one honest moment. I hope they show point. a flashback, which I'm sure they will. But I'm like, okay, if Gabriel really did do this to her boyfriend Paul, I want to see like what happened. So I don't think he did. I feel like I don't remember when we knew about this, but mm-hmm. I feel like he just said. I, have a <laughs> I just feel like he just said that to Michaela to make her feel better about like all of her issues. 
Oh, I like that, actually. I think he could have done that because he obviously senses something that they've done, whether it be his dad. Obviously, he thinks that they're involved with his death in some way. I actually think I remember when last season he told her. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I, I really do think that he only told her that to make her feel better and to make her, like tell him everything they've done. Just like men do. They want to get you vulnerable so you spill everything. What? Not Michaela, baby. What? She's keeping it all in. Exactly. Except She's smart. her dad stuff. Which is really sad. You know, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that, oh gosh, this was just a bad storyline to throw in there. The it was kind of yeah. random. Like, and I expected oh, more to come from it because. <laughs> no, but I, I mean that in that way because, like, you know, we love Michaela. Everybody loves Michaela. But I just, and no one likes when we say anything negative about the show. But, like, it, to me, the fact that, and I knew the second she went to the jail, I was like, he's going to be dead. Just the way that he, the officer walked up and responded. But I was like, this is you gave us this just for what purpose to establish some sort of motive for Michaela to kill Annalise I think we needed closure though we we needed that to happen because prior to Michaela has been looking into her parents for like three episodes she's been trying but but well like throughout the season season, every once in a while she would say something about her parents so I guess you needed closure when the domestic violence situation came up when her mom randomly popped up and came to visit when all of these things started happening with her family it opened that box and because this is the finale season I feel like they had to make her father be dead because there's you can't drag it on like if he wasn't dead then what he's in jail not a building relationship she's a murderer kinda entangled in all this BS so then they gonna be cellmates he has to be dead. This right. is the one thing I agree with Elena on. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> I, I see both sides. So I see April's side, and I see you both side as well. Because, I mean, with her with her dad, we even talking about this first seasons, yeah. plural. Like, So I think that we wanted to find out more about him. But I'm like, first of all, security guard, why didn't you tell her, like, hey, you know what? I, literally, it's 5.05. Like, you may not want to go in there. He's he's gone, you right. know. Send her a letter, but he didn't do that. So there was that. That was super random. I just um, and then with the mom because we did find about that even more seasons ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I think that we need to find out more about Michaela, and so this is probably her season, which I'm really this excited about. Season. So um, no, yeah, I don't know, Michaela, what's season. up? We do have <laughs> Olivia in the chat who says she agrees with you. It was a bad storyline in real fans. You gotta keep it real, you know. But the way that. Um, you explained it, Elena, made it, like, just laid it out yeah. perfectly. And, which I agree with. But I also... <laughs> You're like, oh, thanks, Siege. I mean, they, they did do it for a reason. Clearly, they had to, like, give this negative but also emotional positive reaction with Annalise. But more than that, I want to know, do you think that she's right... I think she... Do you think she's right for blaming Annalise? No. No. I, was, I wanted to elbow her. Blame the security right. guard. And, again, I mean, honestly, all the crap that you guys have been through, Annalise probably forgot about your daddy. Honestly, I would have. <laughs> oh, God, I forgot about, about Dwight. Yeah, Dwight. Um, yeah, let me look at some record. You know what I mean? She has right. so much going on. You guys have you guys have the FBI looking after you. She's not thinking about your dad. Do you think Annalise is being honest in saying that she doesn't remember her, Michaela's dad, and that it was a minimal interaction? I thought this was going to be a bigger storyline because I wanted it to be Annalise had some kind of connection with each one of them. And that's but maybe why she in. does. Like, I think I think we are going to find that out, especially since seeing that last scene with Michaela. Mm-hmm. 
I think we'll find out something, and I think there might... I mean, it's Virginia, and then Gabriel was supposed to go to UVA. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I think think Annalise does a really good job, and even if she is connected to everyone, you... We realize that it's for a reason. Mm -hmm. She, She... hides the information and she keeps it to herself to protect them in the long run. Mm-hmm. So even if she is involved or she knows more than she's leading on to believe, it's for Michaela's protection. So her reaction to Annalise after she found out that her dad was was dead, I understand it. It was a natural reaction that I feel like anyone would have. You get angry, you wanted somebody to blame, you mm-hmm. hate her, whatever. But this whole episode, episode two, I was over Michaela. Yeah. I, just stop. And she used to I be my favorite seasons Kayla. ago. But you never liked her. <laughs> no. I just couldn't with her. She was just a child. She was childlike. And then she started changing her voice when Vivian was around. It was just grow up, Michaela. <laughs> I had enough. <laughs> I don't. I definitely don't disagree. I definitely. Her reaction was, I think, expected, <laughs> but also both. just not. It, it was misplaced. Yeah. And Annalise was the person that was there, and Annalise is the only you know quote-unquote connection exactly and she knows maybe and you know Annalise is like I was an intern for your dad what are you talking about I don't remember him at all right and how old is her dad what Mm-hmm. So like fifty-ish. I'm let's you, say. If Annalise is sixty. She's not sixty. <laughs> I'm joking. But that's she got her. I kid. I kid. Someone in live chat, um, coughed. Two thousand nine says one of my questions about Michaela has always been where does her money come from? She was always dressed very well, and from seeing her mother, she did not come from money. She was adopted. She well, yeah, no, she was, yeah, yeah. She was adopted. Well, I bet th- I think she means her adopted mom. Remember the um, oh, the yeah, white woman yeah, yeah. who's yeah. So. um I, don't, I think, and also, you can look good on a budget. And she, she's going to law school. You got to get something from those cases, right? Also, it's a bit of TV magic right there. Right. We'll just say that. <laughs> I, I know some thrift stores on Melrose that will turn you out under $20. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Nebraska. From the Fashion King. Comes to Melrose. Right. Okay, I want to move on to Frank and his search for Laurel. This whole... I'm. This is one of the most interesting storylines to me. I don't know why. Maybe just because I'm... It's because you're obsessed with Frank. Let's but Frank I'm actually enjoy. not obsessed with Frank. You've never been all of these seasons, so I don't know where that came from tonight. I don't know. There's Frank, something look, about it. Frank has been looking great, so let's... Sh- these past couple seasons. No one agrees? <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I totally I mean, agree. I'm yeah. pretty sure we sat at the table and talked about how fine Frank was once or twice you before. We can't bring it up again. Oh. But either way, there's some. I think there's something about the fact that like everyone else seems to just be kind of like, okay, Laurel's gone. Obviously, we discussed it last episode. They did end up going to the police, but I think it means something that Frank is still going after her. And I especially think it means something that he went as far as talking to Jorge Castillo. He loves her. Yes. Yeah. He is so in love with Laurel and especially the baby, and he will go to the ends of the earth to at least make sure she's okay. The only thing that's going to make Frank stop is Laurel herself. And because he don't know where she at, he need he needs her to like shut him down. Yeah. I feel. I like them to, together better than her and Wes. Her and Wes was so random to me. I just was not here for it. Sorry, Christopher. Oh, but I love Christopher though. Yeah, the baby, sure. Yeah, but Christopher. I was just baby. like this relationship, what? Jamie the Savage. Um, <laughs> it's just- the I know this is another thing y'all are going to kill me on because y'all killed me on this for la- last season, but I still believe it. I think I believe Jorge Castillo in saying that like Laurel is, crazy. I think Laurel is the crazy one. I think she's the mastermind behind the family. She She's smart. We know that she's smart. We know that she's psycho. 
she's ten steps ahead of everyone, always. But do you think when he's like, you know, it's how he said, like, it was so difficult waking up and realizing how much my daughter hated me, but then she's the mastermind behind all of this. She's the one that put me here. I didn't actually do these things. I tried to save Christopher from her because of how she is. Do you believe him in that, or do we think that Laurel is a Laurel that we've always known, that whole and that Jorge's family, just the evil dad? That whole family's just crazy. Yeah. I don't know who to believe. They're all evil. They probably all did something sometime. You're they not just wrong. they gotta go. I mean, for sure they did, but I'm like, is Laurel's mom really still dead? Because remember yeah, the scalp, what the scalp which I said I thought it was a wig with some food coloring. <laughs> I didn't think that snatched. it was real. I was like, <laughs> I don't. I did not think that was like a head or anything. I I thought it was just a bloody wig or something. We never got like without a doubt, 100 percent absolute confirmation. We yeah. only got like Laurel can't t- <laughs> can't take care of Christopher by herself. It was well, hold up backpedal. It was a bloody wig because it's. <laughs> TV. Well, yeah, but I don't think that was <laughs> the actual scalp. I don't think that it was Laurel's mom, so it's I think it, she's alive. It's never been confirmed that it was actually Sandrine's head, and I think that's what we needed. Because, yeah. yes, it was a bloody head, and yes, they seen her, and it was like, <gasps> but we don't know who it belongs to. Like, we don't know that it was Sandrine. Her face wasn't attached to it. They didn't test the DNA, like, right. from the hair. So we don't know that it was actually her mom. So I get it, Jamie. I'm yeah. there with you, too. But then again, if it was then I agree with CJ. The whole family just need to be locked up, send Christopher off with Annalise so that she could live the dream that she always yeah. wanted to live of having a son. Oh, and Christopher's interracial. Her son would have been interracial. Look, she could pretend there it's her you little go. baby. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what will happen at the end and Annalise won't actually be dead. But, <laughs> <laughs> is the, so Frank goes to the security de- uh, deposit box, whatever it's called, ends up getting it open because he finds out that it's Wes on the account, which flashback to Wes always I kills love me. That. It kills though. Like it hurts. Wes was never mind. What? <laughs> it, never. I, okay, I, was like, I don't think I missed like I, I think when he died it was like, oh dang, but like now I'm like, oh yeah, Wes. <gasps> well, would I you have rather Gabriel's just he looks better, sorry. Would you I was gonna ask, would you rather Gabriel's character or Wes's character? Gabriel. Yes. Both. Wes was kind of boring, y'all. He was always like... You said Gabriel or Wes? Gabriel. I like Gabriel more. And you said both. He's an OG. Of course you gotta go with the OG. I like like the show. I like the characters of the show. Actually, I'm very curious what the people in the chat say. I don't think that they're comparing them. I think that you're comparing them because they're like the only two black boys. But you know what? I'm gonna let that... No, what do you mean? I'm gonna let it slide. I am That's not what I'm saying. I mean, it's like Romeo and Bow Wow, right? So Gabriel wins this one for me. Who's Gabriel? Oh, I can't wait to see y'all Gabriel's get lit up in these comments because what? they're going to kill y'all. But I th- do you think that with Frank opening the deposit box, it's empty. They find out that Laurel visited it three days ago. Do you have a theory about this or do you think that Laurel actually visited it and that means Laurel left? Well, I need some sort of clarification. What exactly was supposed to be in that safe? We have no idea. We assume that it's the letter that... Wes had where he says where that's what they did in the flashback where he's like this says everything in there you know essentially about Rebecca every, Sam everything every bad thing that happened between them and they did that flashback right before they showed the empty security box it's enough to send all of them to jail yeah just like how we mm. were stuck with that board that the FBI had the web I feel like it's possible that Laurel, because we've been talking about this back and forth since she disappeared, that Laurel did leave and that she may be working with the FBI because we saw her go to talk to them. Mm-hmm. Like, and Jorge and, says that. And, and Jorge says that because at the end of the day, she will look out for herself and she has her child. And, and 
she wants to put Christopher first. So we get that. So I don't doubt that she went to the safe deposit box to try to use leverage to the FBI to kind of give her some kind of freedom no. or give her some money to move somewhere. No. I don't doubt it. But why no. do you think she needed to do that? She what? It's not like they were coming specifically after her. I feel like I don't agree that it was Laurel. I think someone went there and just pretended to be her. I felt the same thing. Yeah. That's possible. That's why I asked if y'all had a theory because clear, like Frank is going there with an ID that says Wes Gibbons. He's obviously not Wes Gibbons. He so wants to like, be. Couldn't <laughs> he, definitely, he definitely wants to be. But couldn't somebody have done the same thing for Laurel? For sure. It's probably reaching, but I think it... I, I think Laurel... It? No. Oh. I think that I'm saying like Frank just did that pretending to be Wes, okay, so couldn't yeah. someone have easily done that pretending to be yeah, Laurel? Yeah, that's what I think. Laurel's gotta go. I think she just... She's you know, already she, I, Well, I mean, like, as far as she needs to be... She's gonna have to be killed off. She And I don't mean that to be, like... Maybe she's the informant. Well, she's already not a season regular. Right, so. but I mean, I think, like, she literally is gonna have to go. Like, she knows too much. She's in cahoots with the FBI. She's taken stuff from safes. She, you know, and she has her baby. I think once Wes was killed and once she had Christopher, her whole mind changed, and she's like... If she Jesus. was in the key, if we both were in the Keating Five, I would be afraid that she's gonna take me out. As if I be. like do, you if I do something be. wrong, you should be. Yeah, <laughs> loyalty, baby, loyalty. <laughs> uh, not to take too far of a turn, but we finally have some like OG how to get away with murder action in the case that Connor is leading tonight and Asher is helping him with. Um, we he's helping this little kid named Hector who they're trying to get out of ICE custody. Um, Annalise gives them the, hey, you're graduating in three months. You need to figure this out on your own because they can't seemingly figure it out on their own. And so I, we all didn't know that they're like three months away from graduation. Shocking. They have to be able to figure this out. Do you think he did a good job? I'm so proud of Connor. Me too. I am so proud of Connor. I mean, he did get a little ambitious toward the end, but yeah. just to know where he started, like the whole case and them going back into the classroom, like all of that gave me chills. And I don't know if it's because we were talking about ICE and we got to get connected with Hector and be on FaceTime with his mom, but that whole courtroom scene, like all of it just made me emotional watching the show and I think mm-hmm. that's why I love the show because it's so realistic. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I think it, it, it definitely um, put a mirror up to kind of what we're going through today because it's not over. We're still going through this right now. Um, you know I love Connor. I think he's one of the smartest of the K4 and I was so proud of him too, Elena. Like just to see him, you know, stand up for Hector and, and do all of these things, I thought it was amazing. So, yeah. I did too. I think that him... Being able, like you said, he got a little he got a little smart in the end, and I don't mean that in a good way. Mm-hmm. Because the first rule of being a lawyer, being a doctor, being anything like that is never make a promise that you right. can't keep. You can never guarantee something. It is literally up to the judge or the jury in what their opinion is that day. So they clearly did a little foreshadowing there because every single person had a look on their face. But the fact that he was able to do what he did and it was very unprecedented just shows what they've learned and what they've gone through. And, like, I think that they're doing that to show us, okay, they're actually, like, maybe going to be okay, but they'll probably still mess up every now and then. Also for Annalise to take her hands off of it. Yep. Like, she mm-hmm. gave them the totally. case and she completely took her hands off of it, which is how I was able to see Tegan in a new light, which I feel is what kind of helped Connor grow up. Yeah. And even last week he was my Keating's best. So mm-hmm. I was just I was just very... <clears throat> 
here for all of it. And what a complete, like, change from season one, Connor. Remember, he was all over the place. He was a child. He dropped out. Yeah. Yeah, he was failing. He was messing with everybody. And now to see him, like, it's, it's, we just love the show. Love like, Connor. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, before we get into our special segment and everything, I do want to briefly touch on Bonnie getting fired. Oh my gosh, I felt bad. I did I too. Felt bad. I was actually okay with it because Annalise had just told her, "No, I love I Bonnie." Was okay with yeah, yeah. It. Y'all know I used to be a Bonnie hater, but I was <laughs> I was here for the fact that her and Frank are still ride or die. Like they yeah. they are still ride or die despite everything that they've been through. But also, you need to learn how to listen. Like Bonnie did get to a place where she felt like she was a little invincible, mm-hmm. especially with her job. And Annalise was like, "Listen, you gotta chill. What did I tell you? At least learn from me and not take on everyone's burdens." So I think Bonnie needed to get fired so she could be humbled a little bit. Like, you know, yeah, right. take it down a notch. Exactly. Well, I mean, like the dumbest thing that, and like you know, we're not lawyers. We're we don't work at the DA's office, but like. One of the dumbest things you can ever do is totally make up a fake case, especially with all this happening. I took a law class once, actually. Oh, well, okay. thank you, Jay. It was, it was calm law, but still. Well, I took political <laughs> science in college. <laughs> oh, so there we go. I think that it was a dumb move, but it's like you said, she thought that she was invincible, and it means a lot that Annalise said to her, like, you have to stop this, but obviously it's too late. And then she tried to... <laughs> I love her. I love Bonnie's character. Because then she tried to cry and make it seem like... That's not. I did it because I'm wrong. And no, I was like, know. girl, please. Sweet, but no. You need to go on over... Come on over to Malibu so you could <laughs> go to the little rehab. Well, Nate's helping her. Nate's helping everybody as per usual, doing all of his stuff. But I think that overall, it's going to be... A who is Vivian? What is she doing there? Type of thing. I agree. God, who's gonna die? Annalise. Who's gonna get away with the murder? <laughs> Don't listen to CJ. Just kidding. Just kidding. Okay, let's get into our special segment tonight. Hey. Yes. Keating's best. Keating's best. So, guys, what's up? It's your boy CJ. I'm here to tell you about Keating's best. It is. We choose the best person of the episode. Who is like our MVP? Who killed it? Period. All night. Let's go. Ooh. Um, I'm gonna go with the least popular opinion and say Vivian. Really? Okay. Um, only because Vivian is making her mark on everybody. This character that's coming, I'm not gonna say out of nowhere, but she's a very new character. She is making a mark on all of us, and already I'm very invested in her. That doesn't mean that, like, I love what she's doing. That means that I think that she is doing a lot of stuff in the way that she wants to. I'm going to go ahead and give my Keating's best to Tegan. Okay. Because. Weren't you just hating on her earlier? Yeah, and I also <laughs> said I loved her this episode. Come on, um, follow me. I, I, <laughs> follow I, me. I'm going to go up. ahead and give it to Tegan because though she has Emmett's position and she's now the boss of everybody and she's busy, when Connor called and said he needed her for a translator and she saw that was a little boy, she dropped, she cleared her schedule. She yeah. was there at the courthouse. She had his back when he took extreme measures to prove his point. She, like, was on it about Googling a case and was able to stand up for him and fight for him. So I'm going to go ahead and give it to her because Connor wouldn't have had all the light or the success that he had if she didn't have his back. Well, Asher said it was an Annalise emergency. That's why she showed up. But I did wonder, whenever she was Googling during the court case, I was like, can you really do that? Can you sit there and Google and read a quote? So what you're yeah. saying is I was you wondering agree that about too. the Keating's best. Yes, I think okay. she did fabulous. <laughs> That's what I need to hear. Okay. Um, so for mine, it's going to be Frank. 
I would love to have a Frank in my life. Like, as far as, not like uh, as a man. But saying, everybody needs a Frank. So I'm Someone taking applications that are due at 1159. A hitman. Um, well, not a hitman, but hey, if I need something done. <laughs> but just someone who's going to look out for me. He was getting fake IDs. He was getting into safes. He just, he honestly looks out for the King Five. And so does Nate. But I think no one does it as effortlessly and as, you know, precisely as Frank. So I have to give it to Frank. Agreed. Yeah. Mine would have to be Connor because he killed he did. that case. And he he got that guy, the little kid. Um, Hector. Hector. He got him. What did he get him? He got him something. Uh, not <laughs> asylum, but basically he's put into foster care. Yeah, Connor did good. That's my Keating's best. Hey, guys, let us know <laughs> below who your Keating's best is. Yes. We'd love to hear it and chat with you guys. So. Absolutely. Um, my girl Elena has some great news and gossip. Yes. Hey, yes. Let's dash on over to news and gossip. <laughs> um, so we've been talking a lot about Vivian and Elise going back to back. And this week, we actually had Vivian's character speak with E.T. and give them a sneak peek as, as to what this episode is going to be about tonight and kind of give them an exclusive on what it's like to work with Viola Davis. So one thing that I found out from the article, you can go over to ET, uh, ET News to find that article, is that Marsha and Viola worked together in 2006 on a movie oh. called The Architect. Yes. And I literally did not recall that. I had no idea about it. Um, I do know that I was familiar with the character just because of This Is Us. So I didn't go as far back as 2006. But just reading through some of her comments about what it's like to work with Viola. She said, it's the first scene. It's the, it's the first set that I've been on where I felt so comfortable stepping um, and so welcome in a huge way. She was like, it was nurturing. It was a cool set. She worked with Viola before, obviously, as I just mentioned. And she was like, the scenes between her and Viola were were just ama- amazing. They the were. relationship that they have between the scenes is what really made the chemistry so much better. They cracked a lot of jokes. They made fun of each other. They were able to laugh. And even when Viola would tell her, hey, am, am I giving you what you need so that you can act? She was like, are you kidding? You just, you you won Oscars. Emmys. You're, You're the Viola. best. Um, so I just love that about the two of them and wanted to give that out to you guys. Thank you. Okay, some predictions. Your After Buzz TV predictions. Each of you said you had an epic prediction, so let's start with Amanda on the end. I shouldn't have said that. Uh, (laughs) Let me pull up my notes. By the way, After Buzz phone. Well, not really. Love it. (laughs) It's the same color. No, it's the same color scheme. So it's not an After Buzz case. Hey, he works. He works. Um, So my note was, I think... Tegan is playing everybody. Um, she's going to end up... She's going to be the one who kills Annalise and, like, gets away with it. And I feel like she's going to have, like, a spinoff show because, first of all, they canceled Scandal. They're canceling this. They need another strong black woman show. And she's going to be the one who gets away with murder and has her own show. I'm here for it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so my prediction, I'm just going to say it real quick in one line, okay? I think that it could either be Tegan or Vivian in that coffin. I also think that um, that Annalise is still going to be alive. I think it's going to be like set it off with Jada Pinkett. She's going to take off that wig and have a whole new identity. And she's going to go to Mexico <laughs> with Christopher. And she's going to start a whole new life. Maybe Nate will come with her. Um, and uh, maybe Gabriel was trying to kill his mom, Vivian, by slipping the pills. But Paul, her boyfriend, accidentally drank it and died. Let me know what you think. 
Love it. My quick prediction is just going off of Laurel to try to make sense of why she's gone, why she may have gone to the safety deposit, deposit box. So I'm going to say that this whole time, the whole season five, she had been working with the FBI secretly and giving them little gems, even though she was acting mm-hmm. like she wasn't. And she's going to take everyone down. Laurel's literally like, I am a head out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Laurel's definitely working with the FBI in a negative way. And I also think that Vivian is the informant because who else could be in the, the informant that's going to be dead at the end? That's it. Thank you all so much for joining us. Great episode with y'all. Let us know what you thought. Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, everywhere you can possibly go. Spotify, give us five stars. Until then, y'all can find me everywhere at April Wissenham. And this is Elena checking off. You can follow me on all social platforms at hey underscore it's lay. I'm Jamie. You can find me on Twitter at it's Jamie Gray. But I'm on IG a lot more. So follow me on Instagram at Jamie Gray. J-A-I-M-I. And this is CJ Walker. But you know that because you use it so much in the comments. You can find me everywhere at ICJ Walker. Even on YouTube because I'm a YouTuber. And we will see y'all next week. Thank y'all so much for joining us. Later, guys. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. (laughs) The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.